Well, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're the two mats. But we're no walkovers. <laughs> Is that how it goes? How you said that so we're apologetically. Not be, we're not to be walked on. We're not to be stepped on. Uh, and we welcome you. We're we're welcome, Matt. So we need oh, to work on this. Oh, lovely! You pulled it <laughs> round in the end. <laughs> yeah. That was a we lovely Matt finish. Nice, lovely, very good. This is like a sort of triple catchphrase <laughs> pun rock. <laughs> yeah, we've got to write this down. We have. Um, so, welcome to what is effectively um, a kind of uh, almost like a trade union meeting today. Mm. Lots of employment been, stories. Yeah, a bit like an employment tribunal at times, hasn't it? Really, yeah. Yes, this is like ACAS. Rock and roll ACAS. Rock and roll ACAS. Lots of great stories about terrible bosses, appalling work situation. I mean, don't, you know, this isn't like Victorian times, although that gets mentioned. Um, it comes, it, <laughs> yes, it's it the jauntier yeah. end of the <laughs> problems in our labour market. Yes, it's true. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. I mean, they can't find people to fill the positions now, can we, Fordy, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. There we yeah, are. Yeah, we'll have to do something about that. Eh? The bosses need to up their game, certainly. That's one thing we've learnt this afternoon. That's one thing we are... Well, although, you were on... Well, I don't want to blow anything. At times during today, you were on the side of the bosses, full square yes. behind the uh, power. Yes. Yeah, I know, occasionally. Occasionally they have a point, you know. I'm not too blinkered to admit that. Well, there's some great stuff. Oh! And we begin, let's not give it away, with some great food talk. Yes. With a great idea. Oh, I'm so excited about that. You're going to love it. Enjoy. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The international break is over. Premier League business has resumed. And what a performance today from Liverpool, Matt Dyson. Yes, very nice. Mane, uh, Salah with the goals. Two for Bobby. Big teeth for Mino as well. Absolutely hammering. Watford, not a great start to Ranieri's return to uh, English football, is it? Not a great start at all, but there's a whole day of Premier League fun and here to preview it is Matt Dyson. Yes, it is back on our television screens, this big money, high stakes battle where the super rich get human puppets with numbers on their backs to perform for their entertainment, for the dangled carrot of riches beyond their wildest dreams. Talking about football, course, yeah? Talking about the Premier League, right, yeah, not yeah. Squid Games on Netflix. <laughs> In terms of uh, human rights abuses, the new Saudi owners of Newcastle United are perhaps not that dissimilar. Is that <laughs> Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman underneath one of those golden, jewel-encrusted VIP animal masks? Surely not. Uh, Steve Bruce lives to fight another day after a tough game of red light, green light this week with the new owners, but he's not in action until tomorrow. Today we have a giant perspex pig full of footballing South Korean one to look forward to. Both Manchester clubs in action, City at home to Burnley in a game they always seem to win 5-0 uh, but they have got Edison and Jesus out after the long and painful international break, Ferran Torres is injured as well, Burnley welcome back the impressive looking Maxwell Cornet or Cornet as it's spelt, he's hoping their defence will be a bit more wafer thin so he can lucky some balls in oh. and maybe scoop a goal oh. on 99 uh, sorry about that, uh, United <laughs> meanwhile are away at Leicester City having decided to fly to the King Power Stadium rather than take the team bus for the 100 mile journey. Net this zero, anyone? Down, it's not gone down well with climate change campaigners, but Oli Gunnar Solskjaer says it was down to congestion on the M6. It was closed southbound yesterday, to be fair, but surely it takes longer to drive to Manchester Airport, go through security, fly, then do the same at the other side at East Midlands Airport, then go to the ground, then just cut across the M1 using the A50 around Stoke, then hop off at the Foss Park Junction and you're almost there. Yeah, Call me yeah. next time you need an alternate route, please, are they? Uh, also kicking off at three, it's a West Midlands derby as Villa take on Wolves. James Ward-Prowse's red card against Chelsea means his immense run of 102 consecutive Premier League games for Southampton ends against Leeds. And whipping boys Norwich are at home to Brighton, desperately seeking their first win of the season. We'll have all the goals from the Championship, the Scottish Premiership and the FA Cup fourth qualifying round as long as it involves our glory-hunting team at the moment, Stockport County, who take on the mighty Stamford. Oh, Dyson nailed it! Nailed it! Like the aeroplane carrying the Manchester United squad, broadening the yeah. land very smoothly. Thank you. Tray table stowed, delicious <laughs> landing. Didn't even feel it touch the tarmac. No, nice. 
and lovely Squid Game references. Thank you. Yes, I mean there are some similarities. It struck me. You know. Well, I haven't seen it yet, but um, oh well, I, yeah. I, I hope I there weren't any spoilers it. in there, but uh, I hope it doesn't ruin your enjoyment of the show. The Perspex Pig was that. <laughs> well, I mean that's you, that's like from the first, if they win the game of it's like Hunger Games sort of thing, and if they yeah. win, there's a big pig that's full with full with cash, just full of notes, and every time someone dies, more money goes into the big pig. So it did sound. So people who haven't watched it, it sounds like I've gone absolutely mad. To be fair, no, but it did, but it's a great analogy for football. Exactly. You're listening to Plastic Pig Rock and Roll Football. Oh no, Rock and Roll Plastic Pig, I ruined it. Ah. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Uh, Fulham are beating QPR 3-1. Two goals for Alexander Mitrovic. Still doing that sort of... um, unscrewing a light bulb from his ear style celebration that he does I can report yeah I mean I'm guessing that's a sort of DJ thing yeah I don't know yeah putting his headphones on but then he's twisting his headphones around so I don't know why he's doing that I don't know why a DJ would do that oh I'll tell you what it is it's one of those little radios that you get at the cricket and he's just yes. tuning in to try oh, it's and get a little transistor radio below that's it. Baxter yes. or Aggers oh. or whoever's on <laughs> he's got his little England yeah. cap and he's got the little radio aerial popping out the top <laughs> That's what it is. And he, he, yeah. It's like he's at the Oval, and he's Mitrovic just loves it. Yeah, yeah. just trying to tune into BBC London to get the the latest on Surrey County. County I'm all yeah. over the place. Now. I tell you How what, it is. You're rusty, are you? Because you've had a weekend off. Well, it's not that. I've had a, I've had some cookies and a black coffee, and I feel oh. you know I'm racing here. Pulsing through your veins. Why, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I hope you had a good week off. Did you do anything nice? Um, not, I've not done much to be honest. No, no. I mean, I've just had my first uh, mince pie of the, what? Of the season. Yeah, Katie just came up. Amazing. Katie doesn't often make me. My wife doesn't often make me a cup of tea during the show, but she brought a cup of tea up and a mince pie. Well, I've not had one this year. This year. Well, no, no one else has. You're the first. This could be. I mean, is this the first mince pie of the year? Texas on eight twelve fifteen. Have you had one yet? And we're, oh, we're not counting yes. sort of the ones you were still. You know, chomping through in January. We're talking, you know, post summertime. Yeah, is this acceptable, or should you wait till Halloween's finished and sort of bonfire night and then start on them? Mate. I think we've gone too early. No, I don't think you have. I, I fully support you. I'm backing you up here. They're delicious. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're all right. I, I'm never a massive fan. It feels a bit sort of Victorian. It's the sort of cake you'd have in Victorian times, like mince meat and pastry. You know, it's right. not very exciting, is it? It doesn't matter <laughs> how long it's been around. As long as that specific cake wasn't around in Victorian times, which yeah. is don't yeah. eat it. But yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, lots of things come... To- Beer was drunk in Victorian times. You still drink plenty of that, don't you? That's actually that's true, yeah. But, but I suppose the process has changed over the years to make it colder and, and smoother and nicer. Yeah, but the point. I'm just saying, you know what? A connection to history is quite a positive thing. But okay, yeah, I'm you're right. So yes, excited. Okay, fine, I'm embracing it then from now on. I'm so excited that you've had a mince pie. You have. Got, I reckon you're the first person in Britain to have a, a mince pie this year. But am I wrong? Have you had a mince pie before today, this year? Text us on eight twelve fifteen and let us know when you had it. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Hundreds. Thousands of people have already been scoffing mince pies all year round. Text us on 8, 12, 15. What's the earliest you had a mince pie this year? January doesn't really count. I would say probably March No, some people saying they had leftovers. Some people saying they had leftovers in January. That doesn't count. No, because they're not leftovers. It's still Christmas, really, in January, isn't it? So, I mean, there's so many people getting in touch here. Now, someone here says, we've been eating them for a month. The husband is addicted. We start our comparison in September survey to decide the best to continue on in the festive season. So in September, they have... So that's Rosie from Kings Lynn. They basically cast the net wide, mm. dip into the marketplace, yeah, decide like on their favourite. That's an amazing strategy. And every year they go, let's see, because they might have changed their recipe, they might have upped their game, you never know. So they, they sample all yeah. the major the major stores, uh, mince pie offerings, and then they decide on the one going forward for the next couple of months. It seems like the, um, the last week in September seems to be the most popular response as to when people first had a mince pie, I think. Yeah, someone here says, I saw mince pies in the shops at the start of September. After commenting on how ridiculous it was, I bought two. 
two packs. <laughs> Delicious. Not sure why we don't eat them all year round, says Sue in London. So I completely wow. agree. Why are we restricting ourselves? We've yes. evolved to this yeah. level, and yet we say, oh, can't have that all year round. We have Big Macs all year round. We have steak yeah. bakes all year round. We have yes, chips and turkey dinosaurs. It is time to embrace the mince pies and all year round meal. Yeah, well, I mean, fair enough. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people are, are doing that. Although one voice of misery, Gav, says he doesn't... I'm not sure this is evil, Gav, or another type of mm. Gav, but uh, he says he doesn't get it. Mince, mince meat in a pie, just wrong. He'd rather have brandy snaps. Oh, I love a uh, yeah, brandy snap! Uh, yes. Now, that's a whole separate debate to be had, isn't it, there? Filled with whipped cream. Ooh. Yes. But you know what brandy snap says to me? More sort of Halloween fun it fair. It does. Yeah, it says autumnal night time. Yeah, autumnal right. nights. Toffee apples, mushy <laughs> oh, peas, brandy yes. snaps. Love it. But again, why aren't we having brandy snaps all year round? Yeah, yeah, they don't have to be seasonal. Absolutely. But I suppose that does that make them special? Would they lose that that element of them being special if you had them all every every week? It is the freedom of choice, Matt. It's true. If you yeah, do, true. if you only want to have them once a year. You can have them once a year. It's up to you. What yeah, we're saying yeah. is let's lift that stigma and allow them <laughs> to have mince pies all year round. 8, 12, 15. Well, I haven't had one yet this year. Vicky in Keithley, West Yorkshire, says, I have mince pies as soon as they come into the shops, but I have a few different types and find the best and continue. The supermarkets change their best ones every year, so the taste testing can take a few weeks. I didn't realise people did this. People from all oh, over the country no. getting in touch saying that in September they try all these different mince pies and then kind of narrow it down to the ones they really going to gorge on in December. Yeah, they do their own taste test. Well, today I can tell you I went for the co-op irresistible all-butter pastry luxury mince pie and it is, it's, it's pretty solid. You know, it's pretty strong. Okay, and are there any extra things in there? Orange peel, brandy, you know. Um, oh, yeah, it says it's got, I think it's like vine, thru, vine fruits, apple, brandy, port. So brandy and port's nice. Oh. It's a nice touch, isn't it? I mean, I know you love a bit of port. Oh. Um, Steady on. With a a sweet dusting of sort of, um, sort of icing sugar. Yeah. A little dusting. I like dusting. <gasps> I had an idea. Every Saturday yeah. from now until December, we taste a different, or you taste a different mince yeah. pie yes. from a we, different retail. We narrow it great. down, and then Lovely. in December, we just eat mince pies all day. Okay, yeah, it's a great plan. It's Radio Gold! <laughs> it can't fail. <laughs> Two blokes sat there go. You could do it live on air and describe it. Oh, yes, let's get involved. Oh, man, this is so... And if you've got any tips so far, let us know which ones you've tried already this year. Help us out, steer us toward what the best ones are, 8, 12, 15. I mean, someone here said they have mince pies in the summer with ice cream. Oh, a warm mince pie with a bit of ice cream on top. That would be very nice. To Great me. idea. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Lovely. I think the same with Christmas pudding. You're like, it's just a good stodgy cake. Why? Yeah. No one says, yeah. oh, you can only have cheesecake in March or you can only have yum-yums yeah. in June. Yeah, exactly. That'd be madness. Yeah, we'd say, why are you being so rigid with your thinking? But with yeah. Christmas, we put it in a straitjacket. Yeah, it's true. It's not on. It's th times need to change. It's time to take back Christmas. <laughs> Text us on 8-12-15. What's the earliest you had a mince pie this year? Or any year, to, to be fair. And if you have a different way of having them, like the guy who's having it in the summer with mm. ice cream, let us know. Maybe you blend it up and make a kind of... <gasps> oh, that be a mince great? pie smoothie mince or milkshake. Pie, milkshake, yeah, yeah with just oh. cream and cream ice and a mince oh. pie. Surely someone's done that. They must have done. Yeah. Let us oh, know. Maybe a great. mince pie lolly. Oh, oh, cheeky. You know, I've never felt so creative in all my life. Ideas are just coming to me. I feel like one of the Beatles. I'm like, this is going to change the world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Halftime Entertainment. We're delighted to be joined by stand-up comedy sensation who sold out Wembley Arena on his last tour, the phenomenal Paul Chowdhury. Paul, welcome to the show. Matt Ford, we go back a long time. A long, long time. Yeah. Do you remember the first yeah. time we met? I remember the first time we met. I'm never going to forget that moment. It was uh, very romantic and... We met on Grindr, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, we had such a special time in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big time, you know, now, now people don't know the real Matt Ford. I know him from before he hit the big time. 
Well, how's, he, how's he changed over the years? Well, he's completely, you know, he's driving these fast cars, wearing watches, <laughs> surrounded by women, um, and all kinds of genders. I don't want to say women. So everything, you know, he's very, that's the thing about Matt, he's very uh, inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone's welcome. Let's talk about you and your new tour, Family Friendly Comedian. I, I, I'm guessing the title's a joke. No, you know, because of this cancel culture, Matt, um, some of the stuff I've said in the past could be considered controversial, so I've now become a family-friendly comedian. What, so you've cancelled your own material? I've cancelled myself. <laughs> ah, oh, wow. before they do it. You might as well, you know, you know like in a, in a horror film when people just kill themselves before the baddie gets to them? Yeah, yeah. That's what I did to my, to my career. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're one of my favourite comedians. You're absolutely amazing. Um, but I've heard that you've got some material about England fans. Yeah. What do you say about us? Do you slag us off? No, I actually big up the England football fans, but I talk about um, the way they celebrate after games. I don't want to support the surprises or anything, but I talk about how we celebrated during the Euros and how it was perceived around the rest of the world and I big up the England fans but I end up getting booed by my audience for bigging up the England fans. <laughs> Probably the most controversial part of the show when I say I love England football fans and then the audience start booing me. Oh. <laughs> but you're doing some massive um, you're doing some massive you're doing the Apollo you sold out of the Wembley Arena on your last tour. Yeah, I did five at the Apollo last tour and in Manchester. Um, and again, I'm back at the Apollo. It's, um, yeah, I was the first, uh, you know, British Asian to sell that room out before I even did live at the Apollo on the BBC. Amazing. Back in the day, you know. So um, I've been going for, for a long time now, people don't realise, so... Um, I'm, I was I was playing the Apollo when Queen were playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called the Hammersmith Odeon. You opened for ah. Dire Straits, didn't you, in 78? <laughs> in 1978, I started playing that. <laughs> oh, Paul. Mate, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait to see the show. I'm sure it's fantastic. Yeah, and don't just say that like most presenters do and say, I can't wait to see the show, and they never turn up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. to be honest, uh, you know, I didn't go to the last tour, but I was on tour at the same time, not doing quite the same size rooms. But I had a lot of regional arts centres to be at, Paul. Listen, no matter what room you're playing, or if even like Matt Fort play, playing the foyer, it's fine. <laughs> it's not in the second area. A gig is a gig, mate. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, mate. I can't wait to see the show. (laughs) Family Friendly Comedian starts on the 19th of October at the Haysbeck Theatre. It takes in the Hammersmith Apollo, Nottingham Royal Concert, or you can get tickets at paulchowdhury.com. Cheers, Paul. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Someone here said, we say no to eating them in September, but scoff to your heart's content come October. Well, it is deep into October now. Okay. Also, to truly find the best mince pie, you can't score on taste alone. Structural Uh. integrity and price per pie also comes into the equation. But (laughs) over the years, Waitro has always been a solid contender. Waitro. Yes, I bet Waitro's must be good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The one I had earlier was a bit sort of crumbly. So Mm. structural integrity is is very important if it falls apart in your hands that's no good is it my mum would would make her own I obviously buy the mincemeat I mean I'd, if you've ever made your own mincemeat I'd love to hear oh, from you I mean, yeah that must be a rarity that but yeah, my mum's sure. were very very good and she would buy a big tub of mincemeat make lovely wholemeal um, Ooh, pastry which I think is healthier. better but yeah. also there's something about the wholemeal thing that, that in a way makes it sweeter and complements the mincemeat more okay, um, yeah, I'd say yeah, the same yeah. for wholemeal spaghetti with spaghetti bolognese anyway Mm. I remember one year, I think, you know, I was probably 17, 18, I'd discovered the joys of alcohol, and there was a big tin of these pies on the kitchen table. I can't remember whether I ate them when I got in or whether I ate them on a hangover, but I had them all with cream. I mean, we're talking a good seven or eight, maybe ten pies. And then the inevitable happened. Mm. And uh, they didn't stay down for long. Oh, Um, dear. Yeah, it was. uh, It sort of came out like cake mix. (laughs) 
<laughs> not unpleasant in a way. It was um, sort of like a big smoothie. Um, oh, grim. <laughs> kind of in reverse. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Ooh. grim? Have I ruined yeah. it? Pretty grim, yeah, yeah. So it went in a big mixing bowl, vomiting it back into a big mixing bowl. Oh. God, well, I didn't do it into a mixing bowl. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I, Yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter where I, I don't want to go into too much detail. <laughs> Tony in Chesham says hot cross buns. Buy them every week, not just at Easter. Oh, nice, yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the thing. I don't think they are on sale everywhere year-round, are they? That's the problem. And it's great for the people that make them themselves, but you often can't buy them. Uh, Lee Clements says he doesn't get mince pies. He gets Ecclefecken tarts, which is a Scottish delicacy from the borders, I believe, which is similar to mince pies, but he says nicer. Well, sometimes, you know, like Eccles cakes, um, Chorley cakes, Welsh cakes, it's yes. just like pastry, or it's like a sort of crust, just like packed full of raisins. I wonder yes. if it's that sort of thing, but maybe sort of spliced with the, maybe maybe the principle of a mince pie. Yeah, it's nice. And, and, and one voice, one counter voice from Karate Kevin in Cumbria says mince pies are awful and should be banned. You see, you can't please everyone. Producer Liam gives that the double thumbs up. Wow, controversial. The tide is turning. We've turned the country <laughs> against mince pies. We've got to stop talking about it. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Chris has been in touch. Now tell me what you think of this. He says an M&S deep filled warm mince pie with a large Bailey's poured over. Pure Ooh. filth, <laughs> says Chris. Well, not even Bailey's cream, just a pure Bailey. Oh, oh I imagine that. It's, I can't stop thinking about your your horrible mince pie vom session that you had as a child. But, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, sort yeah. of put me off them a little bit. But yeah, that does sound good. I, I mean, mean, I wasn't really a child. I was a teenager. I was a young adult. Really? I was 18. I think I was a voting age. You know, uh, terrible. <laughs> Advert for Uh, but I I, I think I prefer that. I don't really like brandy butter, not a big fan of brandy butter. I don't don't think I've ever had it. No, what would you put it on? I think people put it on mince pies or eat it with Christmas pudding. Yeah, but you wouldn't put it on like a ham sandwich. No, 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 you wouldn't no, use it instead of normal yeah, butter. Yeah, no, that would not be recommended. I tell you what, if you were making a Christmas sandwich. It mm. would probably be quite nice. And if, if like, if you were preloading before a Christmas party, yeah. you know, maybe have brandy butter sandwiches to get you in the mood. Yeah, That's a great idea. Chocolate liqueurs, yeah. pre-drinks, yes. but like those <laughs> alcoholic <laughs> foods. Um, like, what's the one? What's That's the one? What's cherry the one? trifle. Have a cherry it, trifle. trifle no. yeah. I never liked trifle because the custard, I was just thought, oh, dear, it's oh, not for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit thick and gloopy, but I love it, yeah. So I like- you get, that could be a challenge for us to get hammered on food stuff. Once I like my trifles like I like my co-hosts, thick and gloopy, <laughs> and full of brandy. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 that was said with the warmest of affection. Yes, of course, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so you may have seen in the news, Newcastle United are now under new ownership. It remains to be seen how they get on against Manchester. Oh no, yeah. Tottenham, isn't it that they play? Yeah. Uh, this weekend, um, but obviously they're now basically owned by the government of Saudi Arabia. So, we're asking you today, have you ever had a terrible boss? Now, I'm sure <laughs> the Saudis yeah. may not necessarily be terrible to uh, Newcastle United, but um, without getting too political about it, their reputation yeah. elsewhere is uh, not fantastic. Yeah, they've got a checkered history, yeah. <laughs> That's putting it politely. So, yeah. Have you ever had to work for someone terrible or annoying? Like, I mean, uh, everyone at some point has had a bad boss, haven't they? Like, it's the yeah. worst thing in the world. Because yeah. it's bad enough having a bad colleague, but when your bad colleague is the person in charge... Mm. Yes, that's, it really ruins the whole mood in the office, doesn't it, as well, when you've got a bad boss. Have you ever had one? Um, yeah, well, I've had not, I've had not, not particularly bad ones. Not, so a few shouty and sweary ones, but my mate Dan used to have one that who, who used to make him fill in a diary of everything he did what? across the day. Yeah, because he was he presumed that he wasn't working very hard, oh. so he had, to, he had to write down everything he did, where he was, what he was doing, like every thirty minutes of the day. Just such, a, such a horrible thing for a manager to do. But that's bullying, isn't it? The presumption that your staff well, aren't working is terrible. Well, yeah, they sort of. I don't know if it's like performance management or what it is, but it seems a bit harsh to make you make you fill in a diary saying what work you're doing. I mean, imagine, uh, I, imagine we had to do that. <laughs> Spent the first hour talking about mince pies yeah. on, on a football radio show. 
<laughs> it wouldn't go down well, would it? Yeah. But I mean, it's just a way of. It's just ones that keep too much of a, a close eye on you. They're the problems. I, I think they do it now with teams. Apparently, you know, everyone working from home on teams. Yeah. They can sort of see how they monitor how often you're at your computer and how often you're active, and you can buy a thing called a mouse jiggler. Which um, I beg moves your, your mouse <laughs> moves your mouse very slightly every like ten minutes or something. So your boss thinks you're really working hard, but you can do whatever you want. Gents. <laughs> oh, well. Goal! Manchester City have scored. <laughs> They're one nil up against Burnley on their way to another five nil. I think it's the last four times they've played at the Etihad they beat them. 5-0 so it's it's on course to happen again they're one nil up do you know who scored it Bernardo Silva oh nice lovely Grealish is on the bench this afternoon Silva strikes goals against Burnley text us on 8-12-15 who's the worst boss you've ever had and why were they so bad rock and roll football podcast done I worked in this pub and it was the music that the boss chose. He, 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 was, he was a nice enough guy, but he was a bit morose and he lived above the pub and was all a bit sad. Uh, it was one of those pubs where people would come in on the day off. You're like, what? You're paid to beer all the other uh, times. Then you come in when you're not paid. I never understood uh, that. It's not on. No, it's weird. But all the music was quite sad. So uh, <laughs> I was just... <laughs> It was That's the chill well in. It was the, the chill well in in Beeston. Remember it? Oh, no, I don't think I've ever been, but yeah. Crikey. On the way out. So it was just like really depressing sort of um, <laughs> sort of guitar-based music so or it was, was it old, old stuff? So it was stuff like... Wherever I lay my hat, that's my home. Oh, right, Paul, Paul like, the all, all so, Yeah, all the songs are basically about, like, lonely men wandering oh, the right. earth. Oh, right, right. It was like oh. a, a, di- a divorced man's playlist. Yeah, and I would just sort yeah. of stand there on my own during the day, like, behind the bar, like, oh, what? No. I'm 19, oh. what am I doing here? Like, oh, no. Oh, you man. Had, you had to get out. Yeah, they had a very good super saver menu. I will say that for them. They had like a sort of three pound saver menu. In the, they? the portions uh, were a bit of a Mickey take, but it was like sausage and mash. It was like one and a half sausages and like half. Oh super right, mash. okay. But, but you, a good you know, value. Yeah, good yeah, value. I think it was an EVM. I think it was the EVM menu. Interesting. No, but it was one of those pubs that was made to look old. Do you know what I mean? So it's like all wooden stuff, but it was all. But they just killed it with the music. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, someone says here, my old boss said he looked good in speedos. Once he was on the phone, he was sounding important, and it rang while it was in his hand. Oh, oh no! Pretending oh, no. to use a phone. No. <laughs> what? That used to be a thing. Apparently, people would pretend to be on the phone to look important. Now you're like, yeah, to look busy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, tell him we can't do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? So embarrassing. So text us on 8-12-15, what is the worst boss? But also, just bad jobs, depressing jobs, if this isn't too triggering. It just reminds you, you go, why was I ever working there? We've all been through it, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Although certainly. I think you were basically in radio from the age of five. Yeah, no, no, I had. I worked in a call centre, a call centre selling Auric vacuum cleaners for a long time. The only sort of thing you had to look forward to in that job was what sweets you'd get that day to try and keep you entertained, to try and keep your spirits up. Okay, well that sounds good. Let's talk about it in a second. But um, I basically thought that you came out of the womb fully formed, like you're with headphones. Yeah, on. the umbilical yeah. cord was an ISDN line. <laughs> Industry bands. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Someone here says, um, I can't tweet this in as I still work there. Good on you for texting it, though. Wow. Uh, oh, I see, because that would be, uh, yeah, of course, I'm stupid. So yeah. That does make more sense. Um, private. Yeah. Uh, much harder. The same local authority as my last boss was such a micromanager. Us working from home must have made her combust with anger and mistrust. She wanted a list of what we did every day. Oh dear! Why do you ask people to do that? It's such a. That's what I've never understood about those sorts of bosses. By the way, if you are one of those sorts of bosses, text us on eight twelve fifteen and explain yourself. What is the? What possible good comes from making people feel like they're being spied on? 
Yeah, they waste half the time filling in the form, writing down what they're doing. So you say, oh, you have to write down, spend about five minutes of my day filling in this ridiculous diary of what I've been doing. This triplicate. <laughs> yeah, it's completely unnecessary. Um, here's one as well. Look, we used to have a boss christened Harry the B-word, let's say, <gasps> right? When working for an electrical contracting company uh, as part of uh, a cement works near Stamford. Uh, if we started work at 8 a.m., he would want you on the action job tool in hand at 8 a.m. says Appalling. Darren. I mean, yeah, he wants you to start at the actual time you're supposed to start. What kind of manager is that? Without sounding like uh, Arthur Scargillier, <laughs> join a trade union because yes. you do not like it, you're paid from the moment that you're there. If you're, it, it's a rival time, isn't it? At eight, you're yes, not meant to then be on the set t- up. You mean that's so have long. a cup of tea. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Three or four cups of tea. Flick through the tabloids. Some yeah. bawdy chat in the locker room. <laughs> And then, and then, you know, stop. crack on with it after lunch. After a boozy lunch, yes. crack on with some work. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I used to have a fantasy of, um, don't worry, uh, of <laughs> telling a boss to stick it, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've never had the guts to do it. And I, I, it, really, I don't think I've ever had a boss bad enough that it would come to that. But I used to think... I worked at McDonald's for a while, which was the, the most exhausting job I've ever done. Have you ever worked in McAdee's or anywhere like that? No, I've not. No, I've not oh, worked man. in fast food. It it's so... I think it would put oh. you off the food, wouldn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can no, eat as much free food as you say. like, can you? Was it well, you get a free lunch, like yeah. You get, like, yeah, a free meal nice. per shift. It's more... It's exhausting. You're on your feet the whole time. It's hot. It's kind of yeah. regimented. I mean... You know, they're not bad. It was just, I just wasn't suited. I just found it physically exhausting. I'm, you know, I'd love to see a picture of you in the in the uniform that they wear. Uh, you know what? <laughs> to see, there's no, one? there's no pockets on the trousers, so you can't put your hands in your pockets, and you don't realise oh. what a big deal that is until um, you you stood there trying to put your hands in your pockets, and they don't go in. You're like, oh man, they thought of everything. Oh, big news! Thought of everything. A goal! A goal in yes. the FA Cup! Stop in the up. FA Cup! Yes, Ryan Crows. Dale has scored against Stamford, Stockport County a 1-0 up for the Glory Hunters Come on, we're doing it, we're doing it Oh, I should have pressed this one Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football We've got a special Glory Hunters goal horn It's nice that is, yeah, yeah. very nice got a, So yeah, really so you punch. couldn't put your hands in your pockets yeah. Did that affect your life? <laughs> yeah, it drove me mad I was like, this is like, like sort of well, how am I supposed to relax? Man? Exactly, you can't relax. So you just always on your feet. You've got to use your belt loops. Like yes, a cool dude. I don't think there yeah. were any belt loops. See, they thought of everything. Um, so, what I was going to do, and it wouldn't have been there because the managers there are actually lovely. But um, I always thought, you know what? If I ever win the lottery. For one, like Euro millions, and never had to work again. My plan was to like set up a website where people could report bad bosses, and then I'd get a job in that place, and then like at the end of the week, tell the boss to like where to go, man, and like lead lead a kind of revolt amongst the staff. Yeah, but then then... like Bill Bixby, I'd go to a different town at the end of each week. Wow, it's not a classic lottery winner's lifestyle. (laughs) It's an unusual fantasy. Yeah, some people buy like a Dalek or saving fast food workers from their their awful plight. Yeah, it's nice in a way, really. Yeah, you know, except they'd be out of a job at the end of it, but you're still loaded. So um, uh, I'm not sure where. Yeah, it's a very very privileged form of rebellion. Um, (laughs) But if you've ever told a boss to stick it, let's let us know how. it went and did you and then what happened text yeah. us at 8 12 15 this one's incredible so this is from jake he says my dad told me that in the early 1970s a great era for any workplace dispute his boss lost it when they were all sat down in an engineering co- company having a cup of tea so the boss got all the chairs piled them up poured petrol on the chairs and what? set them all on fire shouting burn baby burn <laughs> what on earth? That, is, that was Britain in the 1970s. Oh, my word. Wow, that is crazy stuff. Uh, have you seen this one from Julian in Kent, who told his boss to stick it when he was 19? He was a labourer on a building site. He goes into very lengthy detail here. Picture the scene. It was raining, 3.30pm. A lorry arrived with 44 oak-glazed doors that needed to be taken <laughs> off and put into a room of a beef eater that was being built. <gasps> Love a beef Walk eater. Was, yeah, I do as well, yeah. Another one in Glasgow. I don't know if they do this elsewhere. Does bottomless yeah. chips. 
Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Newton Mans. Newton Mans beefy. Yeah, get down there. Wow. I'm telling you, man, yeah. That's probably a good idea, because realistically, you're not going to have one more than one bowl of chips, are you, really? Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah. And actually, I don't think you are speaking for yourself. I think you would have no, one bowl of chips. But I mean, I just think I'd do it, but like, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't get through loads. They always do it with drinks, never with food, the bottomless thing, do they? But yeah, it's true. Okay. Anyway. Uh, the walk was 300 yards through a newly plastered corridor. I don't know why that's relevant. But anyway, <laughs> that's I, was like a, shit, it? I was like a stick insect back then. Oh. I'd moved four doors in half an hour. My boss and the rest of the gang had finished their work and passed me while on the way home uh, to the van telling me to hurry up. I moved one more door and returned to the van, leaving 39 doors out in the rain. My boss told me to carry on, which is when I told him to stick your job. Yes! I'm done. <laughs> Climbing in the back of the van and fell asleep for the hour-long journey home. Well done, Julian. Well done. <laughs> fell asleep because he'd had three bowls of bottomless chips, that's why. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Halftime Entertainment. We're delighted to be joined by stand-up comedy sensation who sold out Wembley Arena on his last tour, the phenomenal Paul Chowdhury. Paul, welcome to the show. Matt Ford, we go back a long time. A long, long time. Yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? I remember the first time we met. I'm never going to forget that moment. It was uh, very romantic and... We met on Grindr, didn't (laughs) 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 Yeah, we had such a special time in Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> time, you know, now, now people don't know the real Matt Ford. I know him from before he hit the big time. <laughs> well, how's, he, how's he changed over the years? Well, he's completely, you know, he's driving these fast cars, wearing watches, <laughs> surrounded by women, um, and all kinds of genders. I don't want to say women. So everything. He's very, that's the thing about Matt. He's very uh, inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Paul! Everyone's welcome. Let's talk about you and your new tour, Family Friendly Comedian. I, I, I'm guessing the title's a joke. No, you know, because of this cancel culture, Matt, um, some of the stuff I've said in the past could be considered controversial, so I've now become a family friendly comedian. What, so you cancelled your own material? I've cancelled myself. You might as well, you know, you know, like in a, in a horror film when people just kill themselves before the baddie gets to them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I did to my to my career. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, <wow. laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're one of my favourite comedians. You're absolutely amazing. Um, but I, I've heard that you've got some material about England fans. Yeah. What do you say about us? Do you slag us off? No, I actually big up the England football fans, but I talk about um, the way they celebrate after games. I don't want to support the surprises or anything, but I talk about how we celebrated during the Euros and how it was perceived around the rest of the world, and I big up the England fans, but I end up getting booed by my audience for bigging up the England fans. (laughs) (laughs) Probably the most controversial part of the show when I say... I love England football fans, and then everybody wouldn't start booing me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you're doing some massive. Um, you're doing some massive. You're doing the Apollo. You sold out the Wembley Arena on your last tour. Yeah, I did five at the Apollo last tour, and in Manchester. Um, and again, I'm back at the Apollo. It's um, yeah, I was the first, uh, you know, British Asian to sell that room out before I even did live at the Apollo on the BBC. Amazing back in the day, you know, so um, I've been going for for a long time now, people don't realise, so um, I'm, I was I was playing the Apollo when Queen were playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called the Hammersmith Odeon. You opened for Dire Straits, didn't you, in 78? <laughs> 1978, I started playing that really, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Paul. Mate, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait to see the show. I'm sure it's fantastic. Yeah, and don't just say that like most presenters do and say, I can't wait to see the show and they never turn up. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, you know, I didn't go to the last tour, but I was on tour at the same time, not doing quite the same size rooms. But I had a lot of regional arts centres to be at, Paul. Listen, 
no matter what room you're playing, or if even like Matt Fort play, playing the foyer, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> in the area, a gig is a gig, mate. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, count. mate. I can't wait to see the show. <laughs> Family Friendly Comedian starts on the 19th of October at the Haysbeck Theatre. It takes in Hammersmith Apollo, Nottingham Royal Concert, or you can get tickets at paulchowdhury.com. Cheers, Paul. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. If you're a boss who's been told to stick it, Oh, how yes, do you react to that to... situation? Yeah, Let's get the other I'm... side of the coin here. <laughs> nice. Because yeah, I yeah. never fancied being a boss, did you? Not that it was ever no, an option for no, me. No, yeah. But, I mean, I, yeah, and getting told to stick it and then someone storming out would be surely a horrible, a horrible thing for a boss. But sometimes <laughs> people, it goes oh! wrong, isn't it? Talking of a horrible thing for a boss, if you're Marcelo Bielsa, you've just been told to stick it by Southampton, who are winning 1-0 at St Mary's. Well, I never. Well, I never. He's the sand of Dyson trying to furiously, furiously figure out hitting refresh on the BBC website. (laughs) I'm just going to let you dangle. I want to listen to this. No, don't let me dangle. Oh, Dundee United. I want to let you dangle. (laughs) Dundee United, two up at Hibs now. No no one cares Uh, about that. Of course, no no disrespect. I mean, look, because you watch it on BT Sport, they have the goals so much quicker, don't they? There. It's it's ridiculous. I love this. I I haven't. I can see Michael Dawson summarising it now on Sky Sports, right? He's yeah. a very good job on this. Uh, and I can see that Southampton won that, but it's not yet come up on their video print. Here it is now. Um- Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Tom Corbett has tweeted us. He says, I worked in a news agent from 4am till half 12 and was docked 42p for leaving the milk out of the fridge. That is appalling. Oh, what? That's appalling. <laughs> Tom, it is annoying join a tra- Is there a paper boys union? <laughs> I don't know if there is. No. It is annoying when people leave milk out of the fridge, though, to be honest. But, I mean, I don't they think shouldn't it's have their wages worth- docked. <laughs> I, don't worth- I don't think it's worthy of docked wages. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm getting so excited. I can't speak. Dyson on the side of big milk. Yeah. Against the little guy. Sticking up for the man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can't. 40. 42p. I mean, it seems harsh. It does seem harsh. Were you ever a paper boy? I, I delivered the free newspaper. You know, the trader. Remember the trader? Oh, so that's go to every door. Yeah, it was knackering, man. But you got more money, but you had to deal with loads more papers. So and did you have from, And did you have like a, a trolley or a bag? Um, I had a big bag. Bag foot. It really hurt my shoulders. But I didn't. I didn't go down the trolley route. It used to take me hours. Health and safety. Now you wouldn't be able to have paper boys and massive bags. I mean, I remember. So I used to do a paper round for Brian Clough's brother. Oh yes, Gerald. Uh, how on Who? brand is that? But yeah. the, the bags were so heavy. And I remember once. I think my bike was broken, so I used my sister's bike. So I'm going around on this pink girl's bike, and I remember taking a corner. But the bag was so heavy, I just sort of slowly oh, fell yeah. over. Deadly, but it like, just yeah. happened in slow... It took me about 15 minutes. It was just oh. the slowest, just f- slow collapse into oh. the tarmac. Papers everywhere. Oh, and some old lady come <laughs> running over. You're all right, dog, you're dear. You've fallen over in the road. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. That's <laughs> horrible. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Oh, no. Yeah, you damn. just coughed live on it. air. Damn, he coughed it. Of course oh. I did. You coughed until Michael was well, on I air. I thought, I thought there was longer left on the song. I thought I'd be, I thought I'd get away with it. I was just shocked looking at Coventry's at comeback in the on, championship. Hold on. Just, at least turn what? away or cover your chops. I mean, if in doubt, then just cough into a microphone. <laughs> well, it's better than keeping it in. I'll get a tickly throat otherwise. I'm not saying, that's Look. what I'm saying. You should just cover your mouth or yeah. just turn away from that broadcasting like, yeah, thing okay. that's in yeah, that's true. That's probably got it. I think you'd still hear it. Look, look, Coventry were 2-0 down at Blackburn. They've now come back to make it 2-all. Two goals in the space Very of six exciting. minutes from Coventry. You also down. ruined the end of that song for me. I know, yeah, I did. I'm but sorry it, for but all it Kaiser has Chiefs fans. a very there, so. special song for me, Ruby, by the Kaiser Chiefs. Because when I first passed my driving test and I got, picked up my first car and I drove it off, that was what was on the radio. 
Really? Yeah, that was on the radio. I remember thinking, I was like, oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah. It's just always stuck with me. I remember driving off the forecourt near Attenborough in Nottinghamshire. And um, so literally. You were, you were 17 or 18 when that came Oh, you no, 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 life? no. The oh, song should tell you that I, I was later in yes, life. Later in life. Sort oh, of mid to late 20s. Um, yeah. But I, I crashed it that night. Oh, well, I didn't crash yeah. yet. I scraped it on a concrete pad. I took it to a multi-storey car park oh, in Nottingham. Yeah. Makes it sound oh. like it was some sort of uh, get Carter deal. I was just yeah. parking it. I don't know yeah. why I chose the bay with like the big concrete thing there, but yeah. scraped Pick another it. spot, man. Pick another spot. It's not worth the risk. Is Company it? car as well. Oh, dear. What's oh, it? I was in so oh. much trouble. Yeah. Although, luckily, I had a good boss and they were fine about it. They um, didn't dock it from your wages, did they? they? Did, no, I did not no, get We've got some amazing thing. stories about wages getting docked. But before that, <laughs> a massive goal in the championship. Uh, yes, Nottingham Forest have scored. It was one all against Blackburn, but Lewis Graben has popped up yet again with a crucial goal for the Reds. They're now two one up against Blackpool. Simon says I worked for an yes. aircraft parts company, and a guy was docked a pound an hour. We used to call it the Wimpy Diet after the guy lost the money. Here, she'd lose a pound an hour. Genius. <laughs> nice. Dave was docked a quid for eating some chips <laughs> after clo- <laughs> after closing when the had a student summer job in a chippy. If you can't eat some chips after the chippy closes and you work in a chippy, what is the world coming to? Come after on. closing? Those chips are just going to be thrown away. Go to waste. Yeah, outrageous. Because it is waste if he keeps eating them. Oh, yeah. man. Doctor, you know that phrase, Dr. Quid for eating some chips? I know. Doesn't that yeah. just sum up British life? Yeah. <laughs> it's quite depressing. Dr. Quid. Yeah. No, but in quite a romantic way. It makes you think of like Chaz and Dave and Only Fools and Horses and like. Yeah. Cockney yeah. music. Yeah. Pogs that squid yeah. for eating some chips. Dr. Oh. Quid for eating chips. It sounds like something from Madness, doesn't it? Dr. Quid for eating yeah. chips. Yeah, but it's awesome. Put them all sucks, in ketchup dip, man. Without them, just hurt them. Yeah, nice. Oh, if you were docked. Oh, Stockport scored! Oh, yes. They're now 2-0 up. Get Excellent. in! Excellent, yes. Oh, it's, it's all... Don't want to jinx it, don't want to jinx it, but it's all going well. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roys will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rant on rock and roll football. Yes, roll up, roll up to Ryle Arroy. Time for the weekly seance of the living. Uh, and who will we get? Will it be Keno or Hodgson, who Matt Ford is possessed by? Let's have, find out. This question comes from Justin on Twitter, who wants to know Roy's thoughts on plastic beer cups at football matches and festivals. I don't think there's any need for it now. You know, a lot of people might think, by the way, that, that I really don't care about that sort of thing. But, you, you know, i got a pet dog, Matt, and I care yes. about the animals. You can't have turtles and tortoises and, 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 and fish getting caught in all this stuff because that's where it all goes, to the bottom of the ocean. You, you, you don't need plastic there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you, surely you could find something more biodegradable and more eco-friendly. And, you know, this idea that all football fans don't care about the environment isn't true, is mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. No, they do. A lot of them do. Maybe a paper cup would be the way forward, Roy. Well, you'd have to make sure it was wax-coated, because otherwise, yeah. you know, the structural integrity would be compromised <laughs> over the, the cost of the, the beverage. If, you, if you're dealing, well, if you're dealing with a point, don't be yeah. silly now, you're yeah. taking it. I know, I've met people, i dealt with people like you all my life. It has to be, I'm not saying we all have to eat it out of, like, bamboo shoots. I've been on holiday recently, my accent may have changed on the way back. But what I am saying is, what I'm saying is, you got to, you know, football clubs have enough money these days. You, you don't need to be drinking out of stuff that, you know, is going to sit on the ocean floor for a thousand years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fair have enough. it out yeah, of fair. something that, that's okay for the environment. Have it out yeah. of something that's, you know, wax coated. But like you say, you know, you, or give everyone one of them metal chili bottles and, and you take it to the game. And if you've got, like, you know, they do this in Pretamanji now. You, you take your own cup, you get 20p yeah, off or whatever. Yeah, you know, good. I get it. You know, your hooligans aren't going to want to take the bottle. You know, it doesn't look <laughs> cool. I get that. But, for, you know, they're a minority anyway, so let them pay more. You know, there's you can get like a Stone Island bottle. They might like yeah, that. Yeah, well, it's a hooligan tax if they don't want to pay. You know what I mean? So they pay more for the drinks because uh, they're badly behaved. And, and the rest <laughs> that are more... 
you know, socially, <laughs> ecologically conscious to get, you know, yeah. the younger people, the, the more liberal-minded, uh, bringing, you know, the special metal bottle and, and get the favourite drink. You, you can have what you like in there. You know, you can have a carlin or a hot yeah. chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you pay a wee bit less and then we all help each other out. And, and you know what the effect of that is? That means the oceans aren't full of plastic. Yeah. It means the air we breathe is cleaner. We, we all live longer, healthier lives. Just genuinely solved the problem there, Roy. Well I think done. I have, actually. I, I, yeah. I think I, I enjoy a policy discussion in a seance. I, I think a lot of seances <laughs> often focus on, oh, I want to pass this message on yeah. from the other side. To well, a loved one. Yeah. You, you know, you got all these, you got all these people you could call on at a seance, you know, former prime ministers and, and, and Nobel Prize winners. Oh. Why, why aren't oh. we summoning them in a room above a pub to, to sort out the problems now? You know, it, it could be like the best version of the House of Lords if you want to do it. Oh, no, it's, it's bawdy messages from the other side. Side, you know, yeah. uh, and, you know, and they're going to spell it out with random letters. I'm, I'm, I'm not into that. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, are you in the mood for a mince pie? Were you having one while listening to this podcast? Tweet us at R and R Football. Yeah, we do recommend that for every episode up to Christmas now. You really should have a mince pie if you could take your picture of it and tweet us you with mince pie in hand while listening. That would be nice. Yeah, this this podcast should come with pairing notes where it's like, oh, um, oh, it's yes. like having wine with, with different Food courses. Food and drink recommendations. Mm. Love it. Great idea. Yeah, you could be, yeah. Best enjoyed well, with a mince pie, a fine cigar. And uh, dessert wine. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. sit in your favourite chair. Great. Yeah. And have, a, and have a rock and roll football taster menu. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Great idea, man. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And also, you be a good... If you're a boss, be a good boss this week. Yeah. Don't ask Come your on. staff to fill in diaries and whatnot. Mm, yeah. Be nice. Be nice. Be good. I mean, obviously, if your staff are slacking, that's different. Deal uh, with them. Well, Deal with yeah. them properly, man. You know, you can't yeah. be... Don't be a walkover. Mm. In a firm yet friendly manner. Yes, yes. Um, but just all get on, whether you are staff, whether you're the boss, a board member, shareholder. Let's just let's just all get on in the workplace, guys, yeah? Yeah. Can we yeah, just do well, that, please? Preach, Fordy, preach. Or indeed, whether you are the new owners of a Premier League football club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> be nice everywhere. <laughs> should operate, and that would be nice. Um, yes. So thank you for downloading this. Please leave us a review. Please leave us a written review. It helps the show um, mm. find uh, its way up the charts, helps other people find the rock and roll football way of life. I mean, to think, <laughs> just think about this for a second. There are people out there who don't listen to this show. Now, to you mm. and to me, that may sound insane. To all of you listening, you'll think, what? What do you mean everyone's not listening? It's true, yeah. I'm telling you. We need to change that. We need to make sure that other people do find this. So that's the way you can do it. Mm, yeah, spread the word. Spread the word. Let other people enjoy this. We don't want to hide this away. We're not elitist. We're for everybody. You know, a friend of yours, big into mince pies, just say, oh, you might want to listen to uh, rock and roll football. They're, every week you have to eat a mince pie while listening to it. You might enjoy it. If you've got friends that like either rock and roll or yes. football, mince mm-hmm. pie chat, workplace bants, or any sort of other tenuous rubbish that we talk about on here, um, in a, obviously a very creative and funny way, then, you know, the old silly voice, silly sound effects that actually make yeah. no sense in the world of football, then I think, this, I think that's basically everyone, isn't it? Yeah, then let them know. Yeah, just, yeah, tell them to have a listen. It could be your good deed for the year. Just say, hey, mate, I think this podcast is right up your street. You might like it. You might not. You know, it's not for everyone, but, yeah, give them a chance. Mm, uh, don't put that in your opening <laughs> pitch. So you will like this. And if they say, oh, I didn't like it, say, well, listen to another episode then. And if they say, well, I listened yeah. to it, just say, what is the matter Persevere. With you? Persevere. Yeah. Come on. And if they don't like it after three listens, tell them to stick it. <laughs> Well, I think that's the end of today's podcast. Excellent. Bye. Enjoy your pies. 